it's October 8th, 2017, and this is episode 69. Nice. 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 I'm Colin Detmar. And I'm nice. You're okay. That's Nick Cease. Nice. This is Bottle Crow. I, hmm, this is this bit is going on longer than I intended. I thought I thought we could get like three or four out there and then we'd nice. be good. Oh no, what have I done? Oh no. Nick. Nice. Nick, let's talk about Dota. Okay. Okay. Just this once. Hmm. I'll 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 allow it. I think we've done it like like sixty nine times. Uh how was your week of Dota, Nick? It feels like it's been longer than a week since we recorded. It's possible that it has been, but like more than like a day or two in our, you know, our fluid schedule. That's one of the perks mm-hmm. of this job. We have, you know, flexible hours. However, burned into my memory is a memory from from what seems like even longer ago. Of when I used to play Animage a bunch more. And this was pre-7.0. In some games, mini games really, you would just roll face because your team bought so much space. You were on the fucking moon. You were just so many levels above everybody because you had blink farmed just right. You had such a high GPM. You were so efficient. And somehow you and a bunch of other people, I think, I don't know. I'm not going to speculate. I was plating anti-mage. You were in the game. Space mm-hmm. was created for me. I felt like a fucking astronaut, and I just, I crashed their base. We just rolled their face. I got a I rampage did. somehow. It was amazing. It felt like an old school pre 7.0 anti-mage game. And I immediately yeah. went to these notes. I think I created them after that. I'm like, holy shit. I, I missed it so much. It's yeah, so that nice. match uh, lasted for 31 minutes and 54 seconds. So put <sighs> that in your meme pipe and smoke it. Yes. That's actually, that's actually, hmm. oh, good on us. I thought the game went a lot yeah. longer. Yeah, it was yeah. nice to have one of those unfinished oh, farming moments. Because mm-hmm. I feel like you don't have that as much in 7.0. I'm no, sure I'm just being nostalgic no. for the the good old days, Colin. We need to get back to the good old days of Dota. Nick, of of the uh, games, I think the last 15 games currently on my, my le- latest matches you know, on Dota buff, all of them were in the last week. I played... 15 games or more of Dota in the last week. Uh, that was one of the three wins that I had. <laughs> Shit. Right. You're... I've had a bad week. You've not had a great week. No. No. You know what? But we can we can come back to me. I don't want to I don't want to jump ship. You still got more Dota to talk about. Let's continue. I have I have what a little happened? bit more. There's a little bit more, you know, in, in my Dota events. I was a member of the team Hats Before Strats again. This was the first team I'd ever played with. I think now there's only one of the original members in it, uh, Eddie, who is great. He's like position five. It was so much fun. That's the first time I think I ever played. Yeah, like with like a real team, because that was before even I met a bunch of the people that you know we currently play with now through. Uh, it was in the We Like Dota League Two, I think, the other lovely Dota Two podcast, and. It was just a bunch of us like, hey, we, we don't have a team. And like we were posting on the subreddit or something. We just formed this team. And that, that's Hats Before Strats. Now they've gone on. You know, they have this new roster. However, I saw, you know, I still play with the, the guys sometimes too. 
and I saw that they were on an open lobby. I just, just some of the people were playing with, not the team. And I'm like, okay, I'll join the open lobby because they were advertising. And then I was suddenly inside like a lobby and it said hats before strats versus like some other team. I'm like, this is weird. And so I joined their discord where I saw them and like, oh yeah, no, we're playing a league match. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. I thought you were playing an in-house. Like, uh, want to spec, uh, whatchamacallit? Want to cast though? I'm like, uh, okay. So I casted their first game. Which was fun. And this was, I later found out, the Join Dota League, which they started up recently again. And then the second game, it was, I think, a best of three. Yeah, is how it works in their group stages or whatever you'd call it. I was about to cast again. You know, I'd set the thing up. They're about to go. But their position three, their offlaner, had to go. And so they asked me if I would play. And so I played in the Join Dota League as a sub for Hats Before Strats. And it was like a long game. I think we were in like 15 minutes to an hour, and I played Underload off lane. And me and another hero fed a lot early. But we turned it around, and it was fun. And it's like, hey, it's cool to play with another team again. It, you know, it makes you think about how our current team is in the, the WLDL DLG. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to keep saying letters together. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting to think, like, I don't know. It, it, did you get a different vibe from from the Join Dota? Absolutely. Uh, I mean, friend of the show, <laughs> someone friend of the show, uh, Sundown was. He's on their current iteration of Hats Before Strats too, and it was like, oh right, because I think he was playing carry or mid, and normally like he doesn't play that with us anymore. Like like I will <laughs> normally I steal the carry role is what I'm trying to say. And it's like, oh yeah, off lane. Man, I'm not great at offlane. It is definitely my weakest. <laughs> the dog is very enthusiastic that about is a Dota. Really enthusiastic dog. It's it's probably Tango. Yeah, I had I um, hmm. I'm trying to work in a bit with Surge, but I just can't do it right now. It's not gonna happen. I was gonna talk about okay. Tango Purge's dog. Have you seen Tango? What what a dog? No. What a cute. No, dog. I haven't. And also, of course, Purchase Dog and then Tango. We have so much to talk about this. <laughs> Last well, year, we well, let me round off my, my crap hole that nobody wants to hear about. We played with a scripter. Well, no, I played with a scripter in front of the show. Mr. Blue played with a scripter. We were in this game, and I was playing. I insta-picked, slammed Ancient Apparition when somebody, I think, first or second picked Necro. I'm like, oh, yes, I'm not going to enjoy really playing this game because AA is a little bit boring. But, hey, we're going to do it anyways. But they had a Skyrath mid, and this guy went 12-0, and I think. I can't remember if he was against Jeez. Blue or not, but, like, <laughs> that's not something that normally happens, especially against Blue. It was really weird. Later on, we, we lost this game eventually. It took a fucking forever, though. The guy was... Uh, Note say that you barely won. We did barely won. I thought you said right. we lost. Hmm. Question mark. Okay. Somehow well, the match eventually ended. <laughs> yes, it was just a bad game overall. However, Blue tried this thing once. He was, I think, playing Centaur, maybe. He, from like our fountain, so they obviously couldn't see him, blinked onto the Skywrath and was instantly hexed. And, you know, instantly, like, he put a Lotus Orb up onto himself. And he blinked in, and Skywrath instantly hexed him, which means he hexed himself. And, like, hmm, that's kind of weird. I wonder if this mm-hmm. guy's scripting. And then for unrelated reasons, we totally forgot. Blue was just trying to see how much damage he soaked, I think, from the Skywrath, because it was insane how much damage he was dealing. And so we were trying to figure out how we could do it, and then we went from Dota buff to open Dota. 
And in Open Dota, it shows APM, which I totally forgot about, all the weird things it tracks. It's just so much better than Dota buff for a lot of things. It's really good. I'm sorry. Yeah. But it showed APM, and we're like, oh, damn, I had like 170 APM there. Ooh, look at me. Look at me, the character player. And this Skywrath had like 400. Actually 400. Like, hmm. And I Googled it. Like, uh, pro StarCraft players like could maybe get up to 400. Maybe like a tiny bit higher sometimes if they weren't doing meaningful things. And so I was like, hey. It was a scripter. <laughs> that was weird. We yeah. added, you know, we were just like giving this guy the most shit. Like, <laughs> you scripted and you lost. Yes, now now I can remember we won. And so we added him to a friends list. I almost played a game with him because I think he forgot who I was. I was trying to get you in there too, but then he went to play some like random game. This guy was from Panama or something. It was it was quite a game. Dota Dota. Yeah. Yeah, sounds like it was quite a game. Yeah, I I usually am around like 160, 170 APM myself. Mm. So yeah, 400 seems a little... <laughs> a little suspicious. A little suspicious. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that's, you know, like 170, we're like, we're doing like machine gun mouse, right? Like yeah. we want to go somewhere and we're, you know, I feel like I, I'm i not sure if every Dota player does this or not, because I always thought every Dota player does this and then some people threw a lampshade on it and made me think maybe that wasn't the case. But just like, oh, you want to go somewhere, and you're just like, click, 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 you know, just spamming the command. I mean, some some people will move the the camera with a wazdy. We right. Let's not throw too much shade. But one guy we know who's four four and a half k, four to four and a half k solo MMR. So not party MMR. That doesn't matter. Solo MMR. He's like four four and a half k, and he didn't have. He's never used the stop key. It was so weird. Not like. That's not even a slight to him. It's just, what the fuck? How are you four to four and a half K? Right. <laughs> he told us every time he was playing Shadow Fiend, if he didn't like his ult, he just had to, like, you know, how you can cancel Shadow Fiend's ult. He would just have to go through with it. I thought he was joking about this, but no. It, it yeah. was scary. How much better is was... he once he uses the stop key? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's kind of terrifying to consider. Yes. <laughs> So, as established, my week of Dota has been bad. Yeah. It's dark times. Um, well, okay, so this this story... Let's, let's, let's talk about it, alright? Okay. So, I've had good games and I've had bad games personally, right? Like, I have, as, as I say, of these last 15 matches, I've had 12 losses, and it's probably the... Probably the... If you expand out to 20, I think the numbers are worse than that. Um, and, like... Let's not kid myself here. Some of these games I played like shit, right? Yeah. Some of these games I didn't, though. And we lost anyway. Um, and I kind of, like... I I wrote a bit of the notes here. This was a discussion topic of we should all quit Dota forever. Um, this, this is like half of our show content, Colin. You gotta draw this one out. <laughs> oh, oh, trust me. We're, we're okay. So... Oh. This was after a particular game where I played uh, Oracle... Uh, safe lane solo carry. Uh, I played the best Oracle I've played in my life. Uh, we had a Legion jungle, because why not? Why not? We had a Marana mid, we had a Medusa offlane, we had a Chaos Knight safe. We dominated our lane against a solo Venomancer. We, like, strangled their tinker. Monkey King was playing scared the whole game, didn't do shit. Um... And then at 20 minutes, we went for, you know, mid. We went for the racks. And uh, we died. 
We all died. And then we respawned, and Chaos Knight, you know, saddled up, and ran down mid, with a couple of people following him, and died. <laughs> and he did it again. Jeez. And then he did it again. Um, Jeez. After 20 minutes of this, he finally bought a BKB against Tinker, Venomancer, and Earthshaker, why did you not already have a BKB, my dude? You won your lane. Um, and we kept telling him to buy a BKB. We kept telling him to buy a BKB. Our Medusa, uh, first three <laughs> items. I forgot about this. Blade Mail, Lotus Orb, Lincoln Sphere. And then she went for a 40-minute Aghanim Scepter. At which point I said, Medusa, could you build some damage? And she said, quote, I can't. <laughs> I can't, Colin. You don't understand. She couldn't. Our Legion commander, by the end of this match, which we lost, had 490 bonus dual damage <laughs> and still co- and a desolator and still couldn't finish this game. What? Yeah, I saw... We've, we've and, mentioned this before. I don't understand how that even happens. I don't know. Like, and as I say, like, I'm playing, frankly, fucking incredibly. I'm playing so well. I'm pulling off so many clutch ults. I'm blocking, like, spell damage as it's about to happen with my W. I'm rooting people in place. I'm doing amazing shit. People are getting away with shit they should not because I'm playing Oracle fucking great. By the way, great tip. Thank you, r slash Dota 2. Earn is incredible on Oracle because Mm -hmm. you earn someone during your ult. They are guaranteed to get the full ticks of the urn, and also it's doubled. It's amazing on him. Yeah. Also, it heals for so much. It does. It does. So with 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 your ult, that's 800, 800 health healed. Um, Earn is amazing on Oracle. But we lost this game and like, okay, listen, we threw that game really hard. We had a 20k net worth lead that we threw away. And that sucks. But also, our Chaos Knight was such a piece of shit. He was such a cancerous, miserable human being who spent the whole time yelling at everyone else for mistakes he was making and calling everyone idiots and, you know, spending a good half hour saying GG and please. And, oh, he was the fucking worst. Um, and half of my resentment towards that game is just being trapped in a room with this person for so long. Yeah. And even when you mute him, you haven't really muted him because you can tell what he's saying because everyone else is replying to him because he's all chatting so goddamn much. And also you see him stop farming a wave to stand still and you're like, oh, he's typing more, huh? Um, yeah, he was he was a real piece of shit. Also, he kept uh, faking uh, abandons to try and scare us into following his lead. Like, you know, like disconnecting and then reconnecting 30 seconds later. Just sort of like, I'm done with this. And then he's immediately back, I guess, just to scare us straight. He was fucking cancer. Oh, jeez. Um, and so I think we should all quit Dota forever. Um, that's the player been, base is... That's been your yeah. running theme for the past few days, understandably, now. The player yeah. base is, is like, in large part cancer. It only takes one member of a five-person team for you to have a miserable game. It only takes 20% of the player base to be fucking trash for you to have a bad time, and over 20% of the player base is shit. And the thing is, like, this is all bad, but a patch isn't actually going to fix anything, right? A, a patch will take away Necro. There'll be a new Necro. There's always new cancer. This will never go away. This will always be the situation. But the thing is, that that's what it's about, Colin. It's about the journey. 
It's about discovering the new things of the new patch that, you know, assuages our, our tired, exhausted Dota minds. It gives us something to spin on instead of just spinning, you know, flame on each other. Oh, and this was aggravated by the fact that uh, yesterday there was a patch for the Phantom Rush bug that was discovered, right? Where yeah. Phantom Lancer can get uh, get Phantom Rush to occur by using a quelling blade on a distant tree and thus get insane speed for his use, yeah, yeah, right? Like 800 to do whatever speed he wants. for five seconds. <laughs> um, which is like, oh, okay, so we're going to like emergency patch Phantom Rush, but really Necro's fine, huh? You're going to let that one go rock for a few more weeks? Um, so I was real, 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 real salty. Um, and I think I've probably been unbearable the last couple of games of Dota I played with our, with our friends. Um, and it's with this mindset that, uh, something happened in my personal life today. So I am living in California now and my parents live in California. They live nearby and my father is out of town on a business trip. And my mother has heard me like, I don't go in depth about Dota, but she is aware that I play Dota and am enthusiastic about Dota. And she's always been kind of curious. So I mentioned offhanded a conversation that the true site for the grand finals of this year existed. And she said, why don't you come over? We'll watch that. And then we'll have dinner. Really? And tonight I went over, we ha- we watched the TI seven finals episode of true site. And then we had dinner and we talked about it. And she has she has seen Dota played before, like times when me and Emily were hanging out during a major, we would put it on and she'd pass through the room and see it. But like she doesn't really know Dota, of course not. Um, She's a normal, functioning mm-hmm. human being like us. And so, first off, her her main takeaway, like I think I think she she enjoyed it. Um, she thought it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, she felt like all the stuff in the matches was kind of incoherent, which yeah. I can totally appreciate. <laughs> Absolutely. But it's like, you know, some of the, the stuff with the emotion with the players and stuff really came across. I thought she, she seemed to find it pretty compelling. Um, but she started talking about how the game did, like, the, the documentary did such a bad job of explaining the game. And basically everything that happened during the game was just noise. Um, and so she started asking questions. And so we talked about Dota from a pretty basic level. And I sat there eating some pretty good chicken. <laughs> And a grilled fennel. Pretty good chicken. PDC. PDC. Pretty good chicken. Um, I think it was a Israeli chicken. It was nice. Um, Israeli chicken? Hmm. Yeah. What is well, the, it's like, not what? like the chicken was from Israel, but oh, it's like they, it had like... haven't flown in? No, it's just the, the herb mix and stuff. And I'm anyway... Google Israeli um, chicken spice mix. I could be mistaken. It had, it had like za'atar and like red onions and pine oh, nuts and stuff. You really do um, live in California. Nice. That's great. <laughs> yes, red onions. <laughs> the exotic Californian. Um, and as I was explaining things about Dota and trying to keep it, you know, pretty digestible for an audience and talking about, like, I mentioned that League of Legends was a thing. And she's like, well, why do you play Dota and not League of Legends? Um, you say it's more popular. And I was talking to her and I was explaining what it is I love about Dota and I kind of rediscovered it. Oh. Um, I kind of, I just, I had these moments of talking about like, well, the meta is really bad right now. It's really bad right now, but it's like Dota allows for a bad meta because they allow us to discover things. They allow us to try things that League of Legends would never allow. There's so much more flexibility. There's this attitude of innovation and invention and strategy that League of Legends really doesn't encourage. There's a flexibility here and... 
no one is king in Dota for too long. That's another thing is, mm. you know, we're always, there's always someone new rising. There's always new stars. There's always new possibilities. And I don't know. It was, it was a conversation where I was just like, what the fuck have I been fucking moping about the last couple of days? You know, <laughs> like, yeah, those games have been bad and maybe I should play a little less solo queue, but like, Dota's all right. <laughs> it's Dota's it's all, all right. going to be okay. Hopefully we'll get a patch soon, and even if we don't, you know, Dota's still Dota. Dota's good. You gotta, you gotta be careful. There, are, there are things that are gonna make you frustrated. Things that are gonna be really rough, but it's still Dota. I mean, in that vein, I'm. I think I've, I've definitely said this before in the podcast. I'm continuously amazed that I still play this this game. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm afraid that like that I will eventually not like this because like you, you know, you have the cycles of like tilt or like disenjoyment and then like oh, okay i'll play one game of dota and then suddenly you know you've played a lot of games of dota and you're like okay this is my favorite video game again <laughs> but like yeah. that didn't happen with league it just like it was just a downhill slope for when i played league of legends and eventually i came back dota just somehow for some reason i'm still here like it just you know we'll have these moments where it's like fucking necro why does he have a 20-second cooldown when he gets his ags? Why is that just like a snowball item just to fuck you over? And then somehow you just keep playing. I don't know. But, you know, new patches, having things be more fresh makes that way easier. You have way more things to think yeah. about and be preoccupied. So you don't pre-tilt yourself about, you know, the latest cancer. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm, I'm excited for, for changes to the meta. I'm excited for new heroes. I'm excited for new things to learn. But, like, I feel like part of the thing is that I haven't focused on learning things so much. You know, like, mm-hmm. the big takeaway from that, that Oracle game was, like, holy shit, or that uh, Urn is great on this guy, right? And it's like, that's a new thing that I was doing. And I just need to, like, in times where the meta has stalled out, I think we all need to look at just corners of the game we haven't paid much attention to and mm-hmm. learn how to appreciate those to, to, to stay sane. You yeah, know? for sure. It's... It's just way easier and way more fun if you're like thinking about something. You're not just trying to do the same thing over and over and over again a lot of the time. And it's hard mm-hmm. to even get to that point in Dota because, again, so many variables. You know, depending on the heroes in the game, depending on the time of the game, depending on what's happened in the game. Like, it's really hard to get the same identical match. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say though, I do think the meta right now is the second worst I've ever seen. So really. I, I think only, only behind... 6.83 was worse. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like if we stuck around for long enough, Necro would just start to go back down again. But it, it needs Why would he? Why would he? Because <laughs> people would start playing AA more. It's like yeah, but then the that's, that's not... Like, the problem... Like, there are, there are two kinds of bad metas to me, right? There, well, sorry, there are two elements to what makes a meta bad. And one is things that are, like impossible to fight right those are or feel impossible to fight those are obviously Mm -hmm. bad but the other is just a narrowing of the possibility space yeah and when everyone has to pick aa that's a bad meta yeah i mean i think it's more about like the threat you gotta put you gotta put the fear of god into people it's that you know even in pubs people know okay i can't just first pick alk most of the time they know because people pick aa and that kind of screws over the hero a lot of the time like, people don't do that a lot of the time. It's, you know, 
I think it would level off somewhat where people would know, like, hey, Necro isn't actually as OP as I think he is. He might be stronger, but, you know, I can't just pick him and win MMR. But who knows? I think, I think you know, please please just give him a bit of a nerf. Just it's a, I don't care if he's good or bad. Just, just nerf him. Do it for mm-hmm. the sake of your players. short weeks we'll be moving on to 7.07 but while we're in the current patch maybe it's time to take a look around and appreciate what we have what we've been with for the past few months and maybe start to say your goodbyes Crow Podcast does not endorse Necro or picking Necro. I mean, don't be fucking crazy. So I, that's actually, I meant to bring up this later, but I think that transitioned nicely. You talked about how you didn't like playing AA because AA is boring, right? Yeah. And I guess that's one of those questions, um... I'll start with AA, which is, do you think AA should be reworked? Nope. No? Nope. You think it's good that he's boring? 
I think, you know, the amount to which you enjoy playing a hero changes, you know, based on the game, obviously, but also depends on the person and where that person is at. I play more of a core role these days, though I really do like enjoying, or I am enjoying playing hard fives. Like I talked about how I like to slam pick Oracle when I have to play support in solo queue because I really mm. like him and I like am actually decent at him <laughs> compared to my MMR. But AA just, his alt is so huge and you basically really want to buy a Midas. That's that's the issue with him to me, is that you really mm. want to buy a Midas, because otherwise you're just never going to farm the eggs. But the eggs is so important, especially if you pick him to counter a hero with you know crazy heals like Huskar, Alk, Necro. I mean, what if you reworked his, I mean his E at least. I mean, like I I I like playing fives. Fives are what I play mm-hmm. generally, um, and I don't like playing Internet version very much. He's okay. It's because I'll you, pick him when I have to. Play, but. It's like you play. He almost has to be the four, except he is still the five because he's poor as shit. It's yeah, you well, can't I, really yeah. buy all the wards. You can't buy all the consumables. You can't, you know, you can't be super poor <laughs> for the first part of the game, which is when and you also know, you you're trying can't to boost really up. help. Yeah, like <laughs> AA is not like. He can make a big difference later on, but like one, he has so little effect until he hits level six. He's he like basically useless. Dives. <laughs> um, and also bit. like he can occasionally do wombo combo stuff if you, if yeah. you draft in that way. But also like, I mean, chilling touch does a lot of damage, but nah. <laughs> yeah. it's very situational. And I guess the other part is just like, is a personal thing, which is just, I hate playing fives who can't help people. Yeah. Yeah, I think I feel the same way too. Yeah. It's I like want to be able to give my team something. Yeah. If you're going to play the position five, like you should, it's your role. It's why I get frustrated some, you know, especially in, um, like pub games or something on a solo queue. And I get frustrated when people play support and then just like go Midas for random shit. Like, and so they get a 20 minute Midas. I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you playing mm. that position? Yeah. That's why I it's, try, it's that's why I'm things. like, even though carries, you know, one or two are definitely my best roles, I'm more than happy to play support because I feel like I understand that I'm not like. There's a reason we call the one and two position cores, or like you know, one, two, three cores. It's not that you know they're all that's in the team, but that's like you're trying to enable those people. That's how yeah the people who can take the buildings, which wins the Dota. Yeah, I don't know. It's just you feel like like it's this. And there's different extents to that, right? It's not like you should just sacrifice your fun for them, but you should like realize that, hey, I probably can't get a Dagon on this hero, you know, unless we start. Oh going. wow, wow, we're going there, huh? <laughs> oh shit, I, that was not. I did not mean to throw shade. <laughs> I was thinking like Warlock. I've, uh, yeah, no, hmm. didn't, didn't Warlock, mean to huh? throw shade. There. You weren't thinking of any other. Uh, hmm. Okay, okay. Oh, L- reader, listeners, wasn't talking to me. <laughs> oh boy, he wasn't talking to me. Um, I didn't mean that. Yeah, I don't know. I like. I just. I wish I felt like I could be more helpful on AA, and I would. I would enjoy a rework of and just a tiny scale rework yeah. of like. I feel like. I feel like the E is a lame ability. Frankly, mm-hmm. I feel like the E is dumb. It's. It's a lot of magic damage. Actually, it is actually like. Oh, not it's not bad like, on paper, but no. Eh. <laughs> he already but it's, has it's, like a not really stun. Like it's already mm-hmm. hard to actually stun somebody with your cube, so. I, and yeah, it's not it's not 
it's not glamorous and it's yeah. not fun to use and it doesn't feel helpful. Like, I mean, also you can screw your team with it. Yeah. You could maybe cast it on someone while they're hitting an ancient. <laughs> um, and then it wouldn't go away because you're not spending charges, but they'd just be slow to attack speed. That would be bad, wouldn't it? We, we've um, so, you know, I, I think, I think a rework of that ability might be nice. Just change it to something like, I don't know. I would appreciate it. Like, okay, how about just an up or down attack speed buff? What if I could just cast it on you? And it'd just be like, oh, now you've got bonus attack speed. Or even just lower the damage, but it doesn't lower their attack speed, so you never feel like you're screwing people. And also give it more punchy effects, because that's a big part of Dota that people don't give a lot of credit, is how much our our perception of various abilities is based on, like, you know, like the foley, like the effects, <laughs> and this, you know, like... Spear Breaker feels amazing to play, right? Yeah. Because you got that, like, the effects and the wham, and they go flying, and there's the sound effects, and you feel like you're getting something done. Yeah. I mean, you everybody who, from League of Legends who talks about how mana burn is an anti-fun mechanic has never last hit a ranged creep with anti-mage. Just that <laughs> sound. That it, it's a good sound. And seeing it's all that health sound. go away, oh, it, is, it is a good sound. Or mana burned a puck who had, you know, a huge lead, and they just lose so much health off of the one. Yeah, it's uh, it's just very nice. That's actually, you know, some people have white noise machines. I just have a line of, you know, like two hours or so of sounds of animes last hitting ranged creeps. Of just and mana occasionally break? in there. Yep. Yeah. Occasionally it's just like he slips in. I've a, sundered this cabal. It's, it's really relaxing. That's what I put on. Just He lulls me right to sleep. I, I would probably have the impetus sound effect, I guess, if I was going to do something. <laughs> Not the the sprites sound effect. They're like dun 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 dun. Oh, the, no, you, that's enchant. Uh, the sprite oh, sound right. effect is like the chippering little like laughing oh, creepy yeah, no, that's, pixie that's kids, creepy. which is not that's that doesn't help you sleep. <laughs> you're in your uh, your bedroom at night. Uh, it was a dirty. So mystery. that leads me into uh, an idea suggested by Dota Buff, actually. What could go wrong? DotaBuff has a uh, blog post called In Need of a New Wisp, in which they suggest that Wisp needs to be reworked. Hmm. They argue that the hero has been, like, kind of OP in Pro Dota for a while, a potential top pick in, in skilled hands, and almost never been anywhere close to 50% win rate in pubs. And this divide is possibly like inherently something that they need to rework has he ever not been like top tier and pro yes yes really? i think he's one of those i i think he's one of those heroes like like invoker and i said this about pubs before and i'm wrong but about pros i do think pros have just gotten better at invoker so uh, pros being able to pay, play invoker isn't like a novelty it's just pros can play invoker yeah. i think io like there are still some io specialists but he used to be like like i mean you know people would be like oh shit no tail oh man that guy plays io and now it's just like yeah. people just people just play io there are lots of good io players he's yeah. not he's not a novelty as much yeah um and i do think like just the way he requires such precision and team coordination and hasn't it like they, they point out like relocate can send two heroes to die because of one player's mistake and you know it's nice that it, like there are plenty of things in, in dota that allow you to do that 
But in pubs, that's just a recipe for disaster. Yeah. It's it's hard. <laughs> I don't know. How? I'd have to give it some more thought if you'd actually have to rework IO. Maybe I'm... No, I don't think I'm okay with there just being a really, like, really, really low win rate hero forever in the game, which is basically how it's been. Yeah, and I, like... So... There have been other MOBAs that have taken these kinds of ideas, right? Yeah. Like, you could take the medic from Heroes of the Storm, who is kind of Io, right? Yeah. It, like, has the healing, like, link mm -hmm. thing. Works a little differently, but has the same basic idea. Has relocate. Pretty much exactly. <laughs> like, but has other abilities that make them a little less codependent mm -hmm. and makes them feel like less of a I don't I like I've tried to get good at IO and I again you know I'm not going to pretend that I've put in tons of hours but I've played a, like you know like four or five matches and I don't feel like I'm getting anywhere it's hard like I don't even know how you do that without just playing it on a team frankly yeah, because it's so dependent on the game whether you're the poorest hero in the game, just because you can never get any farm, never, or if you're amazing because you can dish out so much healing, so much healing and saves. Because mm -hmm. I've had some like some games, <laughs> most of my games, I'm super poor if I ever play IO. Kind of given up on him recently, despite you know I really like the capabilities he has. It's just. It's miserable. But I've had those moments where you just pull off these insane heals. It just, mm -hmm. you know, for every great moment like that, it just feels horrible for ten times the amount of time all the rest of the games you play. And then also you have on the, like, sort of also on the other end of the spectrum, you have the famous pub star Hope, who play, who is a 5k player who plays carry Io with a win rate of 58%. He plays mid-carry Io and he usually wins. And his build is like, like armlet, mask of madness, treads, satanic. Like he does, he does all kinds of, you know, like just carry ass carry shit. Yeah. And that, like, obviously, I subscribe to the the no tail philosophy. Anything can work. Anything. You know, fucking go for it. Yep. But it speaks to something about the design that you can do that. That the design is so. His weird crazy and people turn don't. Rate maybe? Yeah, don't well, yeah, it's just like it. It feels like a design that yeah, that maybe could use a rework. It feels like a clunky yeah. design to me. Yeah, I think I think I would like a new E for AA. I think IO. You kind of need to go back to the drawing board, like fundamentally. I I think a lot of his design goals are wonderful, and you need to try and preserve them but you probably need to rethink every single ability. In some way, I could see that. Only because I, you know, we trust Ice Frog enough to do something smart. I, I'm not sure how you would do it to totally change him. Because I like a lot, you know, like you, I like a lot of the stuff that he does. Mm -hmm. And I like the idea of this, you know, tethered support that's, you know, the entire, almost the entire point of the hero is just to boost that one person they choose. It's weird that a carry player likes that. Where's my moon chart, Colin? I don't know. <laughs> you haven't bought me a moon boss. chart in a while, Colin. I don't get any fucking money anymore, Nick. <laughs> you get all I, these we've, bounty we've moons you playing. just steal from, you know, out from under me. And 
we started playing with position four who maybe is a little more greedy than ones I'm used to and suddenly <laughs> I don't have any money. Um, Where's my money? So. Yeah. yeah, okay, here's one thing that I think you should change. I think it's really dumb that he can't share regen unless he has lowered health. Okay. I, it seems like one of those things that people like because they're used to it, and now it's an adorable quirk, but I really think it's dumb that you have to burn your own health to heal people. Yeah, I, I bet that's, that was a technical limitation, but hey, the technology's here. Source 2. Source yeah. 2. They should be able to do it. <laughs> so, I yeah. I think they should they should rethink that. So, uh, we don't have too much more for you this week. I do want to touch on real quick. Uh, last week, I think it was last week, we talked about the fact that uh, Cinderin was going to be replacing Soxa on Mitter Feed, which is Weha's team. You know, mm-hmm. Weha cancel and and all that. Um, and at the time, I was kind of like, I don't know about this <laughs> Cinderin. I don't know. Um, I watched two matches, two uh, best of threes, I think, or I don't know, maybe they're best of, I don't know. I played, I watched two sets of two games. One of them was with Soxa before the roster change, and one of them was, was Cinderin after. Um, the Cinderin at games, they split 1-1. The Soxa, they lost both. And, you know, I, I don't know, it was a small sample size, I was really impressed with with Cinderin's play. He was playing Bane, which is a known like specialty hero for him. Um, so maybe if you put him on someone else, it wouldn't be as much. But he was pulling off some really fantastic plays, hmm. and I was really really impressed. And it also just felt like they were cohering better. Is part of it like with Soxa? I I don't know how much of this is just sort of the reset of the roster giving them a fresh mindset, but it felt like they were not on the same page. Weha was playing uh, Earth Spirit in both matches. And so you really got the jarring dis- disposition, or not disposition, uh, juxtaposition, excuse me, of like him like going in with a role and there was no follow-up and you don't know why he went in and then dying. Um, versus Jeez. with Cinderin, where they just like, it was like, oh no, and the whole team's behind him, and they get him out, and they get these kills, and it just felt like they were a way more cohesive unit. Hmm. And, I don't know, it, some, Dota team composition can be like alchemy, you don't know why it works, but sometimes it just works. Sometimes it just clicks. Yeah, yeah, hmm. so I had, I had been skeptical about we as a support, and I still am a little skeptical, he still kind of had some, I felt like some kind of glory hound tendencies of going for plays that he really shouldn't. I watched the more of him like streaming on Rubik and he was going for these like big hero plays on Rubik that it's like, buddy, you're too fragile for that. And he would just fucking die. Um, but Colin, I don't know. Yes. Sorry. Finish your thought. Um, I was just going to say, but I don't know. I, I'm interested and I hope they get to play more Dota and, and I'm sorry, Cinderin for doubting you. What was your, what was your thing? I think we need to wish a very happy birthday to No-Tail, because it's his birthday really? today. He's 24. Really? Yeah. I did not. Congratulations, <laughs> Me No-Tale. neither. Happy I was birthday. browsing Wikipedia for something real quick. Yeah. Huh. Look at that. We were just, just talking about yeah. Happy birthday well, wishes. Indeed. Indeed. Happy birthday, No-Tail. Thanks, thanks for, thanks for anyth- everything can work. Thanks for you that, know years it. of great Dota. Nope. That's it. 
Just that one Thanks sound for bite. making people play Io, which is a bad hero that they need to rework. Oh, shit. God damn it, No Tail. You know what? Actually, fuck you, No Tail. <laughs> we turned so fast. Oh, love is so close to hate. And you know what? I bet you're about to hate these shitty jokes I'm going to tell you. Because I think we're about to close out the podcast, but let's, let's, let's back it off real quick. There was a, a small Reddit thread. It was called, Got an Old Joke for You Guys. And we've got, really, I wish we had some more, but a few just quality, quality Dota jokes that really emphasize the spirit of Bottle Crow Reborn Episode 69. Why was Ricky's mother crying? She lost him at six. Where did Spirit Breaker go? To the bathroom. Why are Shadow Fiend's parents proud of him? Because they raised him well. Wasn't that a quality segment I did for you, Colin? Aren't you so Nick, happy I brought that up? What do you call another Drake with a butterfly? I'm trying to remember what another Drake is. A Dodge Viper. <sighs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that was courtesy that courtesy of r slash dota 2 dad jokes <laughs> wait that's an actual summary uh-huh dodge not oh super active God. but no but i'm gonna subscribe to that one right now if it ever loads yep it will okay subscribed there's four thousand three hundred and twenty readers this is good we need to we need to do more of these why is why does Slardar hate Rubik? Because he stole his crush. Thank you, folks. Uh, That's been it for this episode of Bottle Crow. Nice. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher if you want to give us a rating nice. or review there, or your podcatcher of choice. You could tell some friends about it. Spread the word. I want to give a big thank you to Reddit user Promoti for use of his Harmonies of New Bloom music pack which we use as our intro and outro here on the show, and you can also find in-game in Dota 2. I also want to thank Ashley Ryan, a.k.a. Svimi, who did our podcast art. You can find her work on Twitter at at Svimi, or you can find her on Patreon at patreon.com slash Svimi if you want to get a commission of your own. We're part of Scanline Media. You can find uh, more work that I do and also some friends of mine at scanlinemedia.com. It's games, criticism, and stuff. Um, other podcasts as well. You should check it out sometime. Uh, thanks so much. Oh, wait. That's right. I forgot. Why did Wraith King decide six... to buy drums? He wanted to join the Wraith band. The Wraith? Oh, God. <sighs> All right. Go for it. Go <laughs> I was like, for that's it. That's not a thing. And then I realized it <laughs> Now that I've diffused the tension, it's time time for your big reveal, Colin. Yeah, so I promised to I promised last time to have a thing for you, um, which I almost revealed a number of episodes ago, but I decided to hold on to it. So for I don't know, like forty episodes now, I've been signing out every time with peace out. Um which is just a little mannerism I picked up. And, you know, this isn't gonna be the biggest reveal in the world, but if you haven't figured it out by now, I do that because that's Wind Ranger's line when she hits wow, Wind Ranger. Wow, wow. So, wow. bam. There you go. Wow. We'll see you guys next week. Peace out. Wow. Holy fucking shit. You're not even going to say goodbye, Nick, huh? You're just going to Goodbye, Nick. You're going to rely on Jesse on that one. <laughs> Bye. All right. Yep. Peace out. Special special guest Jesse Cox. Holy Thanks, Jesse. Fucking 
Shit.